All right, Gloucester, welcome back to the mighty Fishtown Local. One of my favorite musicians, in fact, he is my favorite musician in all of Cape Ann. John Hyde is here to, with us today. Hi, John. Hi, how you doing? Well, thank you very much for the compliment also. Well, I appreciate that. Nobody plays sweeter, nicer, and more out there than you. Well, thank you very much. John, for those who don't know, is a jazz pianist, but he goes all directions. He's Linda Amaro's former uh, backing partner. He plays in all sorts of bands with all sorts of superstars. But my favorite is when you play Unchained, Untamed John Hyde. You mean Unchained My Heart, the Ray Charles song? Yes, that one of my favorites that you do. No, you used to play on the Chicken Shack, and I remember you were absolutely like, uh, who's the crazy, wacky guy? Not McCoy Tyner, but McCoy Tyner. I mean, yeah, McCoy Tyner. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of one of your... Uh, and uh, who's the guy from New York who was so incredible? Who's... Cecil Taylor? <laughs> Him too, but you're not as I crazy as I never got that say. crazy. No, no, not that. No. no, the guy who did that. Whatever, I'm not going to do that. So are you actually from Cape Ann? No, from Beverly. Is that kind of Cape Ann? I would say in this particular case, yes. You mean the house that you live in now is the house you're from? Yes. Oh, isn't that fantastic? Me too. Yeah. I live in my birth house. It's very <laughs> easy to find the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, if you don't, you have those padded stairs, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Too. And you live. Uh, you are nice enough to allow your mother to take up residence with you as a nice, good son. Well, it might be the other way around. Ah, well, that's what are you going to do? I didn't want to say you live with your mother. <laughs> but that means you can only be one profession musician <laughs> so did you go to um school across the street or did you, you go uh, to Beverly? uh no i was kind of uh um well i went to st john's prep i'm a preppy oh you are right because yes. shore country day wasn't there when you were a kid it was, was it? there was it? actually oh. yeah just yeah. the original building was oh, there. oh yeah a little school isn't that a grammar school though i think it stops at eighth grade yeah yeah probably now it goes I don't Goes know. Guys. I don't know. But I'll uh, check yeah, it out. it's a great neighborhood. My my kid has his wisdom teeth pulled right up the street from you too, and then he went to uh, confirmation classes uh, down the street from you. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. very aware. So um, how long? Where did you go to high school? St. John's Prep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I beg your pardon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant where did you go to college? I'm sorry. Well, college was a bunch of different things. Yeah, Berkeley or. Well, I ended up at Berkeley, but I started out at St. Michael's College. In, oh, sure, in Vermont. Yeah, yeah. near Burlington, Winnesky, yeah. Vermont. Uh, I was the one of the top ten party schools in that <laughs> year, according to Playboy magazine. <laughs> well, so was UVM. So between the two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I used to that, hang yeah. out at UVM. Um, then I love I, that Winooski. I always, is that what you said it was? Winooski. Winooski. Yeah. Winooski. Yeah. 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 I love that. Just outside of Burlington. Uh, is it north of Burlington? Because we used to go to Grand Isle for a couple of years on that wonderful Lake Champlain. Yeah. And Grand Isle was north. I thought we went through Winooski to get there, but uh, it was just... Yeah, that's why I I was... I think it's south. Southeast. Yeah. Yeah. And then how'd you get back to here? Well, after I I, uh, transferred to uh, UNH. Mm. And was there for a year. Yes. Yeah. And then all this while I was going to... I mean, I was never going to be a musician. (laughs) What were you going to be? I... A lawyer? Oh, cool. I, I never really know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Um, and, you look like an accountant. I'd be a great lawyer, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's always a joke. Well, on the other hand, <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and then my uh, my wife at the time convinced me my heart was in music, so I should become a musician. Oh, good for you. So I went to Berkeley. Oh, for three years, or how long do you? I do actually that? graduated from Berkeley. Is that four years, you mean? 
Uh, well, I had credits. Some credits. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably was, almost four years. I mean, you know, when the college is named after the president, you sort of work. If you yeah, don't Lee realize, Burke. Lee, Lee Burke, Burke founded Berkeley. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And he ran it quite, uh, let's just say, a cult of personality for a while. Yeah. But I, I think he's no longer running it, is he? He's probably I don't know. You probably emeritus. know. Yeah. You know more about that yeah, than exactly. I do. I think. Yeah. This is back in the last century. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in good company with Berkeley people. Right. Because right. that's sort of the uh, you know, standard bearer for jazz education. Yeah. Now, uh, so then how did you get into the circuit here? Did you have a breakthrough with the band, or was it just you and different vocalists? Well, out of Berkeley, God, this was back during the, uh, the busing crisis. Oh, my God. And I ended up playing, uh, you know, I always, I just want to play jazz, but I get out of Berkeley, there's can't get a jazz gig. I ended yeah, up right. in a disco band. Oh. <laughs> and and we were based in, in um, Roxbury. Oh, you're kidding me. No, yeah. it was Lady Louise and Intense Heat. Oh, my God. That was the name of the band. And, and was I it like 13 up, pieces or something? Or it was, a, yeah. yeah, depending on the venue. But uh, and while I was doing that, I backed, you know, Donna Summers would sit in and we'd end up... the. The core of the band would end up backing up Donna Summers and doing all these things. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was, you know, I did that for a while. Was she like, when you were working with her, a superstar that you could tell that was going to be huge someday? Or well, I think at that point she was already a superstar, okay. but she was very good friends with Lady Louise, who oh. was the... Uh, oh, right. You're now, if you uh, ask me to remember Lisa. full names at this point, yeah, right. how many years ago was this? <laughs> but anyway, that was that was my um, that was my baptism in the musical wow. world, uh, thinking I'm going to be a jazz player and playing in a disco band, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, but it did get you to here, you know. I mean, it well, got you to jazz and, you know. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about music is I never thought of myself as a musician. I was always, I just did music and I was always thinking, what am I going to do with my life, you Even know? after Berkeley. I mean, even oh, yeah, while you were after yeah. Berkeley. Yeah, because yeah, making a living was kind yeah. of difficult. Did they encourage your improvisational streak that's so strong? Oh, yeah, Berkeley was big on that, but... Right after I got out of Berkeley, I ended up studying with Charlie Benakis, a local piano teacher who was actually world, you know, known worldwide. Wow. I mean, people would come over and study with him from, you know, they'd just take a jet in and they'd study with him. Wow. Yeah, he was great. I, I learned more from him in two years than I did at Berkeley. Oh, man. And he was the one yeah. who really got me, yeah. you know, going as far as playing jazz. Well, you're funny because I've seen you in so many different combinations uh, where your hands are tied and you have to play backing for the vocalist or something. Yeah, that's a and musician's life. That you're, is. You're playing in a studio. Yeah. You have to And then you get that need. one little moment to break free, <laughs> you know. And, and then you blow it because you, you were just waiting for that the whole time you know <laughs> it's like that's great uh, well you got that down because i just you know i never could get enough of that when i'd hear you do that but obviously when you're in clubs and all that you gotta hew to the company line depending on who's singing right yeah now yeah, yeah. who else besides linda amaro was, was lucky enough to have you as a accompanist uh geez god who have i played with right now i'm playing with a couple different singers of Wendy Nottinson mm -hmm. up in New Hampshire. We do a lot of gigs. Um, I, I, of course, my mind is blanking out. Uh, 
who have I played with? Well, see, so <laughs> this is what happens when you do the show at 5.30 a.m. Yeah. You know, it's like we're all, like, <laughs> still asleep. Yeah. Where's my coffee? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I drank it. Oh, no. <laughs> I got here early. Yeah. Um, well, that is so interesting. And what uh, you also play with John Keegan and his band. Yeah, of group Madhouse. Madhouse. And that is a very, how do I put it, ever-changing group. Because I heard you once with David Brown. Right. And then a year later, the same band without David Brown and a saxophonist. And it was like night and day. Same people except one change. And it was like a jazz band. Uh, I mean, let's just say these were weddings. So let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. And yet you guys made no compromises. It was just fantastic. Well, I think we're pretty set right now. We have Mike Dabari playing guitar, who's mm. great. And he sings. He, I remember him in the second Yeah, he's a, he's a great player. Yeah. So it's pretty solid now. Yeah. Um, and these guys I've known for 30 years. Yeah. So it's just like we get together. It's like the family's the getting guys. Together. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. good feeling. And Keegan, actually, he knows how to do a wedding. He just knows what people want. You he's know? brilliant. He he's is. Brilliant. I love how he runs yeah. through the audience and singing and this, and he's getting the people to dance with him while he's singing. And then the sax player is right behind him. Yeah. You know, sort of clearing the, yeah, it's the all a show. Yeah. yeah, The sax player can vary. The, yeah. oh, we totally. use a bunch of different ones. Yeah, yeah but John Keegan is amazing. I can go into a club and people look like they hate us you yeah. know and, and they're all just like they, they're talking ignoring us keegan will win them over in a half an totally. hour i mean he's just amazing the way he yeah. does that well one of our weddings was a straight lace wedding the other was a jewish wedding and it was wild and you guys you played every oh we went into, yeah. of all. remember they did the I chair remember the chair up, the the, chair up and, yeah. the, and the whole thing was like i thought the tent was going to fall down people were dancing yeah, and going great. crazy i wish you had some more weddings to do. i know sorry we did three Three in three years, so please. Well, you could just have a regular party now yeah. and hire us. Or get some good divorce lawyers and then have more weddings. No thanks. Right. <laughs> yeah, I left that alone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else? What's, how, what, what keeps you in Gloucester? What keeps you in Beverly? And just Well, right now, I, I, basically, I take care of my mother. She's in her 90s, okay. yeah. and she's still doing great. And, yeah. you know, she takes care of me just as much, but that's pretty much... Did you start doing Heart and Soul with her where you're playing the low part and she's playing? Dan, you know, my mother was not Dan, musical. Dan, Dan, Dan. Oh. My, my father was very musical. I can remember him playing oh. growing up. Yeah. But he didn't have all his fingers, yeah. so I remember that, too. Uh -huh. But he could still really play. And then when I got better than him, he stopped playing. But he oh. was... He was <laughs> But he always was, I think he lived through me a little bit. He always encouraged me to play. That's how I was with chess and my son. And I taught him how to play chess. And we so played, play. And as he got older, he'd start beating me. And then he got bored playing. So I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, forget yeah. it. I don't want to play he, the old man anymore. Well, he went to classes. And so he had those organized offenses. Uh -huh. So, you know, in four moves, <laughs> you know, I'd say, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, at least if he gives you a hint. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he'd, he'd let me take my move back it's yeah. oh that's fantastic well what do you got coming up any big gigs that we should know about or well right now i am i've been really working on accordion oh that's and, right and that's the rehearsal i'm going to it's i i've been really into world music oh uh you know bulgarian yeah. middle, uh middle eastern music You're kidding middle me. eastern music yeah. yeah music in odd time uh signatures like this one piece in 228 you know a bunch of seven four wow pieces. odd time accordion sounds like a bumper sticker uh, it sounds like now, you're playing drums you have a midi accordion that rolling thing don't you yeah where you can plug it you could be any instrument yeah, but I, I'd rather play a really good accordion. Yeah, that's really what good I thought. Yeah. It's just like electric piano. You know, you'd yeah. rather play a really good piano. 
Uh, so I've been working on that with um, Peter Fideli, a, a guitar player in Rockport, and uh, Joe Kessler, a violin player. And we've been working on ethnic music, a lot of Brazilian wow. music, uh, tangos, Argentina music. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's my thing right now. I still play jazz. I've been playing with... Um, What's the? He, he was a soap opera star back in the eighties oh, on uh, Days Alan of Our Estes? No, no, no. Um, um, uh, Steve Blackwood. Oh, you can yeah. look him up. Uh huh. Um, and I've I've been doing a jazz gig with him. He's an excellent singer. Oh, you know he he, he does. Oh, that's why you don't call me. And, okay. No, <laughs> he calls me. I never singer, get right? kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a great singer also. But he gets the gig, yeah. so no, I show up. No, that's important. That's it. you got to yeah. get a gig going. Yeah, yeah I remember I'll that guy there. who was, uh, played uh, the drums. What was his name? He had an uh, Italian name or something. Fabio. Fabio. Piazzola. And, yeah, and he would call you, and boop, you'd be right there, and he'd have the gig, the money. Yeah, you yeah. and I did a show together that was, I think, one of your best. We did Crazy Moon. And Crazy Moon was a combination of different styles of music because we did regular songs. Mm-hmm. Remember, even remember that Arcadia Driftwood song right. and some beautiful right. stuff. Yeah. And then there were some jazz pieces. And then you got to color behind the mm-hmm. entire show where yeah. when the action and the whole narrative went on, you'd be playing this dissonant thing that you would reinvent every time. Yeah. It was totally it was improv. live film scoring. Oh, it was absolutely I know. Phenomenal. That was one of the most was, fun gigs really? I've done. And that, that show, I, that was like, we did, remember we redid it, so we did 16 performances. And I knew at the time I would never do another show. Because I knew that that you was going to be, <laughs> uh, in terms of writing one. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just knew it had everything in it that I'd ever want to do. And that anything else I ever did would be just derivative. Mm. And because it was so original, remember? And people, it was only an hour and 10 minutes. And yet it was like a 3,000 mile journey, figuratively speaking, remember? Yes, yes. So that by the time you got back, people thought they'd been in there three hours. And then they'd look at their watches and go, it's only been an hour and 10. They'd hug me because the guys all knew it's now only 8.30. They can go drinking. Right. And so can. they'd all <laughs> hug me and say, yeah, this is the best show I've ever been because I can leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was wonderful. I enjoyed it because I could improvise every night. So yeah. I, I never got right. bored playing the same thing. Yeah. You know? Well, I also re- had a lot of respect for our team because we made a ton of money. You, in particular, as I recall, did fairly well, decently. Hey, I'm and worth it. Over the complaints of the actors, <laughs> I said, sorry, actors don't get paid crap. It's musicians who get all the money. And I was so excited to get you that money because night after night, we got okay crowds, yeah. and the money would come in, and we were able to afford the best musician in Gloucester. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You're kind of like some of the Gloucester painters um, uh, bubbling under the surface, like John Nesta, um, like my favorite painter of all, whose name is Blanken, who we had on the show, who does all the... You know who I mean. Um, but they're bubbling under the surface. They're phenomenal painters. And yet people, you know, they're not at the Museum of Modern Art. So the world doesn't know them, but Gloucester does. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. who's the guy I'm thinking of? You know, the guy who paints. Jeff Weaver. Yeah. We had him on the show. That's right. And uh, he is phenomenal. But he hasn't been discovered by New York. He's been discovered by Boston and Cape Ann because his paintings are 
costs a lot of money, unfortunately. Yeah. And <laughs> same with you. <laughs> you cost a lot of money to little people like me who want to pay musicians. <laughs> Got to do another show, Gordon. I know. We did. Right. I actually, we wrote the sequel to that show. Um, did? Yes, although it had a terrible, uh, terrible... See, I kept my part the same. And then I asked my wife, who's a playwright and an author, to write the woman's perspective. Because remember, I kept referring to this woman I'd left behind throughout the show yeah. well then we rewrote it and gave her four songs so the show would gear shift back to her um, but unfortunately uh, when I gave the woman who was played in the first part who just had the bit part I gave her the script to read and she became convinced that we had stolen her life and her mother's life really? and that I had and I said but I didn't write it yeah. I said my wife she doesn't even know you and it didn't matter and so uh, her boyfriend my doctor and her said never talk to us again you tried to steal my life and th that's why when you go to a movie they say any uh reference to people is purely coincidental yeah, and it was it had yeah. absolutely they wouldn't they refused to believe that it was not done on purpose and i still to this day don't know what it was about their lives that was supposedly stolen and mm. they just refused to sit down and talk about it. No, so I want to read that. I know. It's fantastic. It yeah, yeah, I should yeah. show it to you. I did send it to you because you said, wow, now I want to know what happens. Because I had sent those scenes. And you said, how does it end? Oh, you, I, didn't, you didn't send me the whole thing? I did send you the whole thing, but it didn't. Oh, it, it doesn't? Didn't, didn't, There's no denouement. You never knew what, would, what the woman was going to do once the boyfriend came back. Uh -huh. So. I know the oh. listeners now are going, what are they talking about? No, so let's talk about uh, who is your favorite all-time <laughs> player? You introduced <laughs> me to Charles Brown. Right, I love Charles and, Brown. And oh my God, I never knew about Charles Brown. And right, people right. out there, if you've never heard him, I got it bad, and that ain't good. Uh, Charles Brown doesn't sound anything like, like that. Dylan, so, <laughs> yeah, it just came out that way. <laughs> Charles, Charles Brown was actually Ray, one of Ray Charles's main influences. Is that right? Yeah. He has to be because yeah. of the way he sings. Yeah, I think. Well, he has that sort of, it sounds like it's in a living room, the way uh -huh. he records it. That's why I made made it sound like that you know not like dylan <laughs> sorry it came just, out like dylan you know i'm so. just picking on you Gore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right i love the one he said about what about the hen you know the hen says this and the dog's like it's uh, sorry i can't remember the names of the song but anyway. i get excited by music <laughs> anyway i just got back from new orleans oh, did i tell you that no i did something like what your show was uh, in that it was um, it, it was a street festival oh. um, on evolution. Oh, and I, down there you figured. I know. I was thinking we were going to be in trouble. Wow. Uh, but it it had all these different um, parts going on at the same time, oh. and I did the music for that. And I would actually I was up on a balcony overlooking the whole thing like God with my accordion. You got to picture this, right? Yeah, because whenever you play the audience, you go, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Stop it! Next time I want coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I had I had the God's eye view, and I'm um, and I came up with some really good themes that I did to this, and I did a lot of effects too. There were there were kids in gorilla suits on stilts. Oh, because it was evolution. Yeah, okay. there were the gorillas. Yeah. The dinosaurs were dying. I got a great dinosaur <laughs> dying thing. But I had the time of my life in New Orleans. I mean, the first week was the show. And after that, I rented a hotel space on Frenchman Street. I think it's called Frenchman yeah. Hotel. You know? oh. And um, 
I'd walk, I'd walk up and down the street with my accordion playing. <gasps> and then I just, if there's a band playing in the bar, you join them. I'd walk in the, yeah, and I was welcome, you know, and I just That's the way they play. do it there, I yeah. I just had yeah. a ball. I'm People thinking, were buying you drinks off that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I gotta move there, you know. Yeah. I really oh, it's, the music is king. Except, you know, I'm t- I started talking to the musicians and it turns out they're playing for tips. That's right. They're not I'm like, sure it's and yeah. also it's that thing where it's an endless stream. It's like being a mailman. Remember on Seinfeld, the mail it's always there the next day, so you never solve the problem. Same with there. Every night it's the same thing in all the different bars with the scene, and it's just a different set of people going, "Yay, I want it!" <laughs> well, yeah, that's the audience. So but you the might go crazy, but cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't want to live there. It was hot as. Can I say hell? Sure, it's cable, baby. <laughs> it was really hot. Yeah, oh, it was really <laughs> but I still, damn hot. I still enjoyed it. Um, well, that's what. Where'd you stay? Where did you play? I mean, it, where was the venue? God, I'm not. It was a school. Uh, uh, this very large school. I can't even remember. That's this all is right. bad. This is I, I should come in with notes yeah. next time. No, because that's the rule. This is a conversation, not. Oh really? Yeah, you don't no need notes? research now. Next time you're not going to give me the questions. No, I'm not going to answer time. questions based on your uh, previous show. Now, last time you said. Now I remember you did a wonderful puppet show here. Oh, it was the that... same lady. Oh, Teresa Linehan. Right. Oh, she was brilliant. She is brilliant. And she wrote in such large brushstrokes, allegorical. You remember the. And she's the very puppets. liberal, and she's always like getting into trouble. I bet you know? she is. Um, and the puppets were gigantic. Puppets were, there were a couple of puppets that were three stories high. We saw three stories yeah, high? Yeah, yeah. And, and there, there's like three guys on either side and one guy holding it up in the middle with the arms going oh back and forth. That, he was the, the, the main. Because you did the Christmas story. Didn't you do the three wise men and all that with her? Or am I thinking something else? In Gloucester. Yeah, you? but it was it was an Italian ver- La Bafana. Yeah, La Bafana, right. is yeah, that right? Infante or something. Yeah. yeah. But it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And talk about what should have been a cast of thousands was just a group of like five doing this gigantic crowd scene and puppets and people and all that. Yeah, was that was brilliant. Fun. And then she'd do, she'd, she'd, we'd do a bunch at Lincoln Center. The, yes. These uh. huge puppet uh, uh. shows at Lincoln Center. Was, that, was that something where she paid to, to be the producer or somebody was... She was paid. Uh, it's, it's called the Puppet Collective. There you go. Okay. Uh, based in Brooklyn. Wow. Um, and they would do that, and there'd be like these huge. I, I just yeah. love it. Also, marionettes. Yeah, which is it, it's so fun to put music to marionettes because oh. the person behind the marionettes yeah. is, is right moving. Next to you going. I mean, they're in yeah. black, but they they go with the flow of the puppet, and so you can put music oh, to that. It's man. beautiful. Oh, that's great. So, what else in that list of favorite projects? That uh, well, I mean, what lives up to that? Well, that was a good one. I, I, I'd love to go back to New Orleans. I don't know if it's her last, uh, oh. it might be her last shot. There. Is she there living? She lived in Brooklyn, no, right? She's in Brooklyn. Yeah. She moved to uh, Minneapolis. Oh, my God. Believe it or not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I thought it's just hip city because I could see people not understanding Teresa Linehan because she was so out there. Well, yeah. She used to run the Children's Theater yeah. in Newburyport oh, and getting in all sorts of trouble up there. So? But yeah, that and I used to. That's actually when I first met her. I used to do music for her shows yes. up in Newburyport. Yeah, she was also gorgeous in her own way and very artistic. Yeah, very way. artistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's a sweetheart. Wow, we um, should get her to Gloucester. Yeah, I don't she always know. wanted to move here. I don't know if we could hold her. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> Gloucester is so seasonal, and you get that thing where even when you're the biggest thing in town, there's still not venues that allow you to make a living. I mean, you can make a living because you are in demand, but if you were 
you know, playing bands and all that. And not that there's anything wrong with playing at yeah, jalapenos, but here some of the best musicians in town are to have to do those kinds of gigs, yeah. which the food is fantastic. I'm sure they enjoy it. The people are great. Yeah. But there's not like a venue where you can earn your living doing that fly had to get on the road with Orleans yeah to you know to make any kind of real well, one of the things musicians usually end up doing is teaching yes which is it's it's okay because you actually learn a lot from teaching mm -hmm. just just from having to explain things it makes it clearer in your own head and are you still so doing that's that's yeah. what I do a lot yeah I lessons as they say lessons I teach in Newburyport it's called oh. the musical suite yeah and I teach at Governor's Academy oh uh, piano jazz those piano. kids are dumber than the other ones uh, uh, you're not supposed uh, to say dumber uh, anymore you see I don't know why they didn't just call it what the guy's name was Doomer. His oh, name was Governor Doomer. Maybe that's what you're supposed to say. Yeah, but they say Doomer because when I was at Andover, we'd always go, ah, ah, Doomer, Governor, Governor Doomer. Ah. See, it's kids like you. Play, yeah, yeah. we play them in football <laughs> and the Dummers. These yeah. are the dumbest kids. You know. yeah. But of course, they, we were JV and we'd have to play their varsity. So we'd laugh and then they'd crush us because you know, they were like 200 pounds and we were like JV, oh, 150 sorry. pounders. You know. yeah. That's okay. Not your fault. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, now it's Governor's Academy. But yeah. It's a good place to How'd teach. How'd you get the gig? They called me. Great. I it sounds like the story of your life. Yeah, everything in my life, they call me. Yeah, I like that. Maybe if I actually went out and got something. People you know? would stop calling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going with that. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have you played at the hotel? Have you played in that? No, I yeah, haven't. No. Yeah. I don't consider myself a Gloucester person anymore so much because I, I moved out. Even yeah. I'd love to move back. Uh you know what? Hotels don't have pianos anymore. Yeah, that's right. They had to bring their... Uh, they all take... Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Uh, I'm playing at the... I only mentioned it because I saw Linda there. And it seemed like an okay thing, but it wasn't as much fun as seeing her at Franklin, Franklin's where you are so close yeah, and she's nice practically, thing. you know, at, you're playing yeah. at your table. And uh, that was interesting. Oh, yeah, that was Jack Sr. Yeah, he's great. Jack Sr. He's great. There's so many great musicians around here. I, I think the people are spoiled, you know, because they oh, see yeah. all these great musicians. Right. They can just walk into the bar and you see you Jack just assume, Sr. yeah. Yeah. What's so funny is that his son uh, had graduated. Is he Jack Jr.? Uh, Jack Jr. <laughs> I mean, Jack Sr. Jr., who became a priest. And so he was senior Jack Sr. Jr. So you're senior, <laughs> senior, senior, senior. I don't know that they call priests seniors. Senior, I think they say S E N O R. Spanish senior. Yeah, but I think it's they all are called that when they're first out of college. Oh, really? That's their rank. I think before they get. I went senior. to parochial school, yeah, and I, I don't even know that. No. Yeah, I went to parochial school because uh, I'm, uh, I'm always broke. Um, <laughs> that's why. You, <laughs> what's that joke about that? Oh, why did uh, Bach move so many times? Oh. Why, why did he live in so many? Oh, no, no. Why did he live in three flats or something? Because he was a Baroque composer. I'm screwing up this joke so bad. Anybody know this? You got he, it the Because he, yeah. he was always Baroque. Yeah, he was Baroque. Way to say it. Yeah. Why did he move in so many flats or something? I don't know. I forget. I'm going to look it up when I go home. Can you, are you going to delete this stuff? Maybe it was uh, why, why couldn't he pay his rent and had to move so many times? Because he was always Baroque. No, but there was something about flats and okay. flat being an apartment, but flat would have the double meaning in music. Also. Uh, okay, flat. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's very sharp of you. Uh, <laughs> I know. Would you rather be flat or be sharp? A good one. Thank B sharp. You. That's yeah. one of my favorite keys. Actually, no, you're the one that told me E flat was my key. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. You said, no, no, from now on, sing everything in E-flat. So wherever I go... It doesn't people, work like that, though. No, and you can't sing everything in E-flat. because no, sometimes because they the melody's going to be a different But place. it is the right place for my voice to go up and down from. So you were the first one to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> Playing with uh, Mark Early at um, uh, Loud 243. Mm-hmm. where you got me in his band for a little while as the featured singer, oh. which is very nice of you. Yeah. So, that's great. Mark's another great local musician from oh, Ipswich. totally. But here again, he works every night, and he sends out those things. And I am amazed how many places he gets hired. But it's with a different f- format every time. Yeah, yeah. He's, know, just, he's uh, a big uh, band, single band. It's funny. So piece, I was just playing with piece. him with uh, Steve Blackwood and yeah. Les Harris Jr. at the deck in Newburyport. And then we got another one coming up. But... I had my head down. I was looking at the piano. All of a sudden, I looked up, and he's out in the middle of the crowd standing on a table <laughs> playing. Last time you looked down. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, how did he get up there? You know? <laughs> oh, and then it's good. like, how's he going to get down? <laughs> yeah, but a singer can just fold his legs and jump down. He doesn't I, have a piano to hold down like you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. It well, was a, that was a good gig. Well, I am so appreciative that you joined us today. Everybody, the minute you ever hear John Hyde displaying anywhere, you got a flock there because the guy is fantastic and he always plays in good company. So oh, can I give one more plug? Please, plug away. Plum Island Grill every Sunday brunch. Oh, great. That's, oh, great. Yeah. Through winter too? I mean, all year? I hope so. Yeah. I've, been, I've been there since oh, good. before Christmas. Yeah. So. And now how about any of the new Gloucester places that have opened, like the place Tono or what is it? Tonto? What's it called? That because <laughs> they used to have music, Gillespie. I should play it. I should just play Italian songs on the accordion in yeah. some Italian restaurant. Yeah. Could you book me? I'll give you 20%. Isn't that a, a Billy Joel song? My Italian restaurant. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, well we have, thank uh, you very much. We have 48 seconds left, so if you want to plug anything uh, more. Well, that was the big one. Also, uh, I'm playing, I am playing Italian accordion at Osterino Pizzeria oh. in Topsfield on Route 1. Oh, fantastic. There you go. Hey, That's I wanna, every Thursday. Every Thursday. You got it. Well, every Thursday, including today, I want to thank Jim Capillo, my engineer, who is the Cadillac of the field, and John Hyde for joining us here on Fishtown Local. Thanks, Lassa. <laughs> <laughs>